You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in on this Tuesday show. Holy crap. It was D-Day yesterday for Bachelor in Paradise couples. It all came crashing down. The trifecta was completed yesterday as two more breakups were announced by the couples. I've got some thoughts on that. I've also got some brief thoughts on the Vanderpump Rules Season 11 trailer that was dropped yesterday. Season 11 doesn't start airing until January 30th, but the dissection of that trailer has already happened. I'll give you my thoughts. And you're never going to believe this. We have another ridiculous headline involving Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Every time I say this new headline takes the cake and now I'm at a new one. The headline I saw yesterday takes the cake of in terms of ridiculousness. We'll get to all that momentarily. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so let's get started here with what happened yesterday in Bachelor Nation. We saw over the weekend on Saturday, Kylie put out a statement saying that there were multiple infidelities between her and Avon. Avon came back on Sunday and said, yep, my bad. Took ownership, did not make excuses, did not say there's two sides to every story. Uh, He has since shut down his social media, deactivated his Instagram, deactivated his Twitter. Yesterday... The two couples that got engaged on the show both announced their breakup. First up yesterday was Kat and John Henry. They did a double Instagram post, both on their feed, that said, With mutual love and respect, Kat and I have recently decided to part ways. Our relationship has been filled with wonderful memories and growth, something we look forward to sharing with you. While our paths are taking different directions due to our career goals not aligning, we are grateful for the love and support we received From our family, friends, and Bachelor Nation, while this decision wasn't easy, we believe it's the right step for both of us as individuals. As we navigate this transition, we ask for your continued support and respect for our privacy. So as you know, well, I was going to say, as you know, none of these statements really say the reason why. They just say we've decided to move on. And they don't owe you anything. They don't owe us anything. It's just going to lead to more speculation when they don't say it. But I don't expect them to say it of why they broke up except in Kylie's situation she flat out told everybody multiple infidelities which Avon did not deny so that was John and John Henry and Katz and then a few hours later Aaron Bryant took to his Instagram story which we'll delete in 24 hours he didn't put it on his feed and it said I want to thank our family 
friends and Bachelor Nation for all their support, not just through the Paradise journey, but after as well. Tricky emotions watching it all unfold, but unfortunately, me and Eliza's love story has come to an end. We're leading our amicable split with nothing but positivity and mutual respect for one another. Thank you all. Eliza posted nothing other than an Instagram story yesterday of looked like she was on a train in Greece and she was just filming out the window as she was just driving by. I, I wanted to point something out, and this was sent to me by uh, podcast guest Louisa Warwick, who was contestant 166 in Squid Game. She sent me a story that said December 11th is the most popular breakup day of the year. I had no idea. Um, the New York Post did an article, and she sent it to me. And tis the season for breakups with splits surging December 11th. So much so that it has been, it has been unofficially anointed breakup day around the world. This date was determined by Information is Beautiful designers who analyzed Facebook status updates from 2008, finding that spring break season is also a breakup season. So very interesting. On National Breakup Day, we got two ended engagements. Now, if you look at both of these, as I said, neither John Henry or Kat or Aaron and Eliza gave us any sort of reason as to why it didn't work out between them. Also, I don't believe either of these couples just broke up yesterday. I'm assuming this is something that has happened and has been in the works, and they had to wait until the finale aired because they can't announce a breakup before the finale even airs because then they're giving away what happened in the finale. The only person who's allowed to do that apparently is Victoria Fuller, who is allowed to go on an Italy trip with Greg Grippo before we even saw that she was engaged to Johnny DiFilippo on Paradise last year. But that's neither here nor there. So we're sitting here with two more broken uh, engagements, and the only other couple to leave the show together has also broken up, Avon and Kylie. The reaction was interesting, once again, on social media, because it turned into cancel this show, what a waste of time, why do we even watch this stuff? You know, look, if you're honestly watching Bachelor in Paradise to see who's going to actually stay together as a couple, I think you're just watching the wrong show. We've been over this numerous times. You sit there and you love when The Bachelor and Bachelorette get engaged, and their track record absolutely sucks in 48 seasons. What do we have, six marriages at this point? Bachelor in Paradise has nine seasons, and I believe we have 11 married couples, including half of those with children. So you can say what you want about Bachelor in Paradise, and I'm not saying that this season was great, because I didn't think it was, but when you get the results after the fact that the couples didn't last, don't say it wasted our time and don't say this was stupid and I knew they weren't going to last because Bachelor in Paradise is way more successful than Bachelor and Bachelorette. It's not even close. So, yes, they're going to have failures just like any show would. But the failures in 48 seasons, 28 Bachelors, 20 Bachelorette seasons, the failures they've had in those 48 seasons far outweighs the failures that Bachelor in Paradise has given us. Because, gosh, I saw an Instagram post the other day 
of all the couples that have come from Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, it's on Bachelor Data's Instagram page. 11 couples in Bachelor in Paradise are still together. And I guess let's go back to the furthest back. Jaden Tanner, married with kids. Adam and Raven, married with kids. Ashley and Jared, married with kids. Astrid and Kevin, married with kids. Kaylin and Dean are married. Hannah and Dylan are married. Chris and Alana are a couple and have been for two years, maybe even three. Thomas and Becca. Kids, obviously, or child they recently had. But they are engaged, right? Or getting married. I I always forget. Uh, Noah and Abigail, still together. I believe they're engaged. (laughs) Some of these I'm just forgetting. Kenny and Mari just got married. Joe and Serena are married. So (laughs) when The Bachelor has produced one marriage of the guy who chose his final woman, one in 28 seasons, yet nobody seems to bitch all that much when the final couple on The Bachelor breaks up. You'll still get the same, oh, real shocker. But let's call it for what it is. Bachelor in Paradise is a way better, has a way better successful rate than Bachelor or Bachelorette. For a while there, Bachelorette was hitting 50. They were hitting 500. For every season, they were, you know, pumping out couples after couples. Now we've had quite a few. We've had divorces. We've had breakups. But um, I think they're only at like five now. And I'd have to, you know, off the top of my head, obviously Trista and Ryan, uh, Desiree and Chris, Rachel and Brian. Uh, There are others that I'm just blanking on right now, either still together or married. But yeah, I mean, they've done they've done decent. But The Bachelor is a joke with 28 seasons and only one couple, one guy ever married the final girl that he chose. And that's Sean Lowe and Catherine. They have more. I say this every time. The Bachelor has more couples of the lead ending up with his final two girl married and with children than the actual lead ending up with his final one girl. Because we know that Sean is with Catherine. That's the only guy that is married to the final woman that he chose. Ari dumped Becca for Lauren. They're married with kids. Jason dumped Melissa for Molly. They're married with a daughter. So... Two of those and only one successful relationship. So I just think this sentiment of can we stop with this and cancel the show or whatever, it's like, come on, guys. You're not watching the show in hopes. You know, if you're saying that, just understand you're getting way more successful couples out of Bachelor in Paradise than you are out of the main one. So... While it might not be as surprising this season, because the couples that formed, look, Kat and John Henry were very late forming on this show. Aaron and Eliza were together for a long time on the show. Uh, Eliza was first with Will, and then once Aaron came, it turned into, wasn't that Eliza? I could be messing that up. I'm sorry. But whatever the case may be, at least Aaron and Eliza were, were there for a while, and then all of a sudden, you know, they broke up. But let's just keep that in mind in future seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. Because they produce twice as many successful relationships than the main franchise show does, which is Bachelor and Bachelorette.
If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yesterday, the Vanderpump Rules Season 11 trailer dropped. Doesn't start airing till January 30th on Bravo, so we've got about six weeks before we actually see it play out. You know me. I'm probably like a lot of people when it comes to the Vanderpump Rules franchise. I didn't start watching until the reunion shows last year. I had never seen an episode of this show, but I got hooked, just like a lot of people, with Scandaval. And I watched all three reunion episodes. I never went back and watched any previous episodes. I don't feel I need to. I'm pretty well versed on who's hooked up with who and who's been with who. However, when that trailer dropped yesterday, I realized when I haven't thought about this show in three months and these people show up on my screen again, I still need a little refresher course of who's been with who and for what reason. Like this whole thing that came out of the trailer was the fact that Tom said he made out with Shayna and in Vegas, and that was supposed to go to somebody's grave, and that was never supposed to get out. But now Shayna took to Instagram yesterday after the trailer came out and said, there's more to it. You're just going to have to tune in. You know, if you were to ask me right now, you know, who is Shayna with now versus who was she with in the past? And was she ever engaged? Was she ever married? Like that stuff I don't know right off the top of my head. I know she's with somebody now that she has a daughter with. Brock, Brooke, Brock. Yeah, Brock. But... It doesn't come to me as naturally because I just don't have 10 seasons invested in watching every episode. But watching the trailer yesterday, it sure looked interesting. I mean, to me, this is still going to a lot going to revolve around what are the scenes going to be like when Ariana and Tom are in it together? Because we saw her on the reunion show last March or May. She wanted anything to do with him, said she was never going to film with him again, which didn't make any sense at the time. I said at the time it didn't make any sense. There was no way they could ever shoot another season and those two would never be in the same scene. It looked like there were plenty of times in this upcoming season where Ariana and Tom are in the same scene. Hell, they still live in the same house, I believe. Now, not that they can't, they they can easily live in the same house and never see each other, which it seems like happens a lot. You know, Tom also went off and filmed Special Forces during this time and Ariana was doing a lot of Dancing with the Stars stuff. I don't know how much that's going to be covered in season 11. But the trailer looked really good, and it got me all excited, even though I'm still kind of refreshing my memory on who's been with who and who hasn't been with who and who's with who now and who is this girl that's making out with Shayna and somebody else in the preview, Tom, I think. I mean, there's so much there, and... I mean, look, I'm, I'm excited for it. I, I'm, I'm not going to deny it, but 
I think I might need a little refresher as um, maybe I'll have, maybe I, you know what I need to do? I need to read Us Weekly's recap of the trailer because that seems to be very, very important. And it'll just kind of fill in the blanks of, oh yeah, this person was with this person. Because for some reason, and I don't know why, because she's not even on the show anymore, right? That Stassi girl, she's not on the show anymore. But for some reason, I mix up Stassi and Shayna. I don't know, it's because their names both start with S, <laughs> and I'm that dumb. But I always mix them up, even though Stassi I know isn't on the show anymore. She got kicked off for some racist remarks, right? So I, so I, I, I'm not well-versed on Shayna. And then there's Kristen, who I forget her past with a lot of the people. And then... I know who Lala is. Obviously, I know who James is, and then the two Toms and Ariana. But in terms of all their backstories, I can't say I have all of them. But it won't stop me from watching season 11. I'll be very excited once it rolls around. It looks to be a very interesting season. It looks like we're going to get some questions answered. I don't think Rachel's going to be a part of it. And if she is, it wouldn't be until the end of the season. Like, I don't know how the Vanderpump Rules season the filming of that season works. Like if you were to ask me how do you break down a bachelor filming season or bachelorette and bachelor in paradise, I could do that in my sleep, but I don't know how that season goes in terms of their filming. Do they film the whole season and then run their trailer? Like, are they done filming this season 11 or are they still currently filming, but they gave us what they could in the trailer to get people interested and to start hyping it up. I don't really know how the filming works for Vanderpump rules. And off of last season, do they change it? Um, yeah, there's so many there's so many things that, I, like I said, I'm so much more interested in how the sausage is made on a lot of these shows and not just what's the final outcome. So we keep that in mind. I can't wait till January 30th. I will. I'll probably go back and watch the reunion show at some point, but not going to catch up on 10 seasons of episodes. I just. It's just not going to happen for me. Uh, I'm I'm really interested to see how people film with Tom. I know there's going to be two sides to everything. Wasn't there already a quote in the trailer yesterday of someone saying, like, you're basically going to have to choose Ariana or Tom's side. And if you choose Tom's side or, you know, or at least choose to still remain friends with him, Ariana's going to cut you off. Didn't somebody say that? Was it Lala that said that? Something along those lines where there's seemingly going to be a line drawn. And even there's, there is that clip of James drawing the line in the sand at the beach with his foot, uh, seemingly about Ariana, Team Ariana versus Team Tom. But yeah, it's going to, it certainly looks like it's going to be a shit show, is what I'm saying. One thing I did not mention in the open was Big Brother Reindeer Games from last night. I haven't watched it at the time of this recording. So keep that in mind. Have not watched it yet. I can't say I'm all fired up for it. I will watch it. Thank God it's only an hour. Thank God it doesn't have live feeds attached to it. It's on tonight, Tuesday, and Thursday of this week, and then next Monday, next Tuesday, next Thursday, and then it's done. It's just nine former competitors, and off the top of my head, it's like Frankie Grande, um, Cameron from this season, Taylor Hale, Xavier Prather, the last two winners we've had. Um, not, um, obviously Jag's not in it, uh, only Cameron from this season. So two of the last three winners we had, 
And then uh, Cody Calafiore is in it. So that's five of the nine that are competing, and I'm forgetting the other ones. I think Nicole Franzel is one of them. So it's just competitions. By the time you listen to this, you might have watched last night's episode already, so you already know what this is about. But this is not a Big Brother season. They're not living at the Big Brother studios. There is no live feeds. It's nothing like that. It's just, hey, let's bring them back for some Christmas fun. They can compete in some Christmas challenges and win some money. Blah, blah, blah. Kind of disappointing. I think a lot of people thought maybe we'd get a winter um, Big Brother season with even if it was returnees, just make it shorter, two or three weeks, something like that. But it's not what we got. So if you watched the episode last night, I will, um, in tomorrow's podcast, I'll have watched Monday's and probably uh, tonight's episode and give you my thoughts on how this is working and if it's even worth watching. And finally, yes, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey news. And I wouldn't even call this news. I would just call this our daily ridiculousness where entertainment sites fall all over each other trying to get a Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey story. And they get you the story by giving you and sucking you in with headlines. Did you see the headlines yesterday on Us Weekly's website? I'm going to read it to you, and I swear I'm not making this up. All right? Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey didn't need mistletoe to kiss at Holiday Bash. (laughs) Really? You're telling me that two people that have been dating for five months now didn't need a mistletoe to kiss? Wow, that's fascinating stuff, I'm telling you. Really? So, is Us Weekly just finding out for the first time that people that date, including grown adults that date, kiss? And they kiss during the holiday season? And they do it without standing under a mistletoe? Did did Us Weekly just figure this out? Is this news to them? This is what you put as your headline? I'm not I'm looking right at it right now. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey didn't need mistletoe to kiss at Holiday Bash. And all it says was when you click on the story, after the Chiefs lost on Sunday night to the Bills, they went to a friend's bar. It was people from the team and friends of Travis or whatever, and they were just hanging out at the bar having fun. Took pictures, took selfies with a lot of people easily. This is, I mean, anybody that knows Taylor Swift and has been interested in her relationships in the past, this is by far the most public relationship she's ever had. And I see what she's doing. It makes sense. Like, all those relationships she's ever had in the past, it had to be a paparazzi getting a shot of her and people camping out so they could grab a shot of whoever she was dating at the time. And maybe because she had to keep those relationships so private and had to treat them differently and they couldn't date like normal people, Maybe that led to the breakup or at least played a factor in it, you know? This time, I, I, I think it's more, you know, some people are saying like it's a publicity stunt or whatever. I don't know if it is or not. I just do know it's different and I don't blame her. It looks like she's trying to have a normal relationship because she's never had a normal relationship in her life. She's had, I mean, I mean when I say normal relationship, I mean where she actually goes out and does stuff in public and doesn't care about the paparazzi surrounding them and doesn't care about taking selfies with people at a bar. She would never 
do that in the past. At least not a, not this much. And that's good. She's trying something different. Like, I can't fault her for it. I don't fault either of them. My opinion still stays the same. I don't think they're ever going to get married. But they certainly seem to enjoy their company right, each other's company right now. They're having fun. Hey, there's nothing wrong with anything they're doing. What's wrong is the stupid coverage. I know a while back I said I love the fact that they're getting coverage. I like the fact that they're being public about their relationship. I'm not necessarily thrilled about headlines like this, like, hey, they kissed and they didn't even need a mistletoe. Yeah, of course. Next thing you're going to tell me is they're having sex. Really? No way. So that's what I'm saying. Let's just... I understand anytime these two are out, they're going to get pictures. I understand that. I expect pictures. But the stories that come along with these pictures are so uninteresting. That's where you lose me. Like if you had something, if all of a sudden we saw when they were out a ring on her finger or something like that, okay, you got a story. Not, hey, they were hanging out in a bar and they kissed. I mean, that's literally what it is. But I guarantee Us Weekly can justify this by saying anytime we post a picture or a story with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, it's getting our most traffic. I'm guessing that's why they're doing it. So I understand the business aspect of it. It's just annoying me to holy hell. (laughs) Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review if you can. My Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now if you want to check that out. Maybe I'll, you know, hopefully have some more. Maybe we'll get some more stuff on Bachelor in Paradise Couples coming up in the next week or so, just because it doesn't take long for you to start hearing rumblings about why things ended. And you just never know when it's coming, why it's coming. These couples, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe all these couples break up amicably. Usually, especially in this franchise, it doesn't happen that way. So let's just be on our toes for anything that pops up. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow.